Hey everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the Social Media Pubcast. I'll be interviewing David Foster of Hubsy very shortly. This was just an awesome conversation. It honestly went 55 minutes. I had to edit it down to 35. So my apologies, first of all, to David, if I cut out anything that he feels was important. Uh, it was, and it may have broken up in strange places at times. I tried to keep it as uh, as good of a flow as possible, but make sure you check it out. It's a really good one. Uh, we're and we're gonna get to the new Facebook news feed here uh, near the end. Just make sure you go to johnlimber.com/new. Facebook news feed. Those are separate words uh, to to get my recap on everything you need to know about the new Facebook news feed. All right, so enjoy. Hey everybody, this is John from JohnLumber.com and John Limber Digital on Facebook. Here with yet another edition of the Social Media Pubcast, where I bring in a friend from the social media marketing world. Pull up a seat at the virtual bar, and we get drunk on social media. Today, very happy to have a new friend, David Foster, from Hubsy. How you doing, my friend? I am doing good. I took a swig just as you, just as you <laughs> said that. So yeah, I'm I'm doing great. So what? Thanks for having me. So you you have bought into this concept, uh, and for those who haven't listened to the social media podcast before. Essentially, it's uh, again, it's the, it's the virtual bar. It's what we would be doing if we were to meet up at a, a conference or something. We go to a bar and we probably start spewing about social media and whatever else there is to talk about. Nice and relaxed, though. Not required to drink. I'm not going to force anyone to drink. You can have whatever you would have had if we we had met up in real person in, in real life. What are you drinking there, though, my friend? I am drinking a Chimay. I I. I'm kind of a I'm strange because I lived in Portland, uh, Oregon for a while, which is like the beer mecca of the of the world, uh, not really the world, but uh, at least of the United States. And uh, I really only ever drank Guinness. That's all I like. Oh, I if they did not have Guinness, I would not. I would drink Scotch. Yeah. So it's just it was a taste that I liked. I, I just I I didn't like anything else. I, I tried Pilsners. My brothers are real beer snobs. Like they'll they used to do uh, around the world where they just go in and right. and drink around the world. And I just could never get into it. So I had somebody say you need to try a Belgian beer, and so I did. And ever since then, I and that was actually uh, a Chimay. So that's what I'm drinking today. Uh, uh, a pint of Chimay. It's like nine and a half or nine percent alcohol. It's really good. Uh, so I'm kind of hooked That's on um, Belgian beers, Guinness, or again Scotch if I don't have uh, the, my beer choices. So I'm drinking, and I've seen this brand before. And since I'm not a beer snob, I don't even know how to pronounce it. I don't know if you know it. Junta, U I N T A. U I N T. I've never heard of it. I've seen it. It's a uh, Junta Hop Notch IPA, and the funny thing is, I came into this thinking I'm gonna be the tough guy drinking the 7.3 percent alcohol beer. And <laughs> you're over there with the big old pint of 9.5 percent. Hey man, I I just I knew I had to bring some game today. <laughs> you know how we roll. Mm-hmm. So I've been listening. Yeah. <laughs> so so tell us about Hubsy. Well, Hubsy is actually, I mean, it, it's its so funny how this whole thing came, came together. And a lot of people, um, you know, already know this. But 
I started what was called a Hubsy card, which was supposed to be an online business card. It was going to be uh, kind of a LinkedIn competitor. Uh, people, it, it's actually what about me has dot me has mm. become. That's what I had started doing. Um, we launched that three years ago, and it was free. And within probably three months, we had close to thirty thousand people signed up for it, and wow. it was just booming. And my developer uh, showed me a little prototype of, of something he had done on Facebook. He actually built a website within the platform, and I was like, "How in the heck?" Mm. Did you do that? Because I I could use that. I I like I would like to have my website on Facebook, and I was trying to figure out a way to get these Hubsy cards on Facebook. So I asked him if he could automate the process, and uh, he came back a couple of days later and showed me what was the prototype for the fan page engine, which was called Glow Themes at the time. So I we changed it to the fan page engine. We put together a sales page. We put together um, the the platform and branded it. And then I reached out to a couple of marketers that I know and we launched it and it just took off. And with everything that happened there, I had to put the Hubsy card on hold because it wasn't generating any income and the fan page engine was just exploding. I mean, we went from like 600 fans to 60,000 or, or I mean uh, 30,000 within like three months. Wow. Um, we're kind of stuck on 50,000 now since all the changes on Facebook, it hasn't been growing as much. But yeah. so I just had to put my focus in that and that's pretty much what we're known for now is the fan page engine, but you know, I kind of lost my branding in the process uh, because Hubsy was my whole idea was to become like a marketing hub uh, where people could have their business card and then have you know what they needed to market landing pages, websites, things like that. So now we're kind of you know since we've had this influx uh, of members and everything, we're going to try to work in that direction um, so that we can use the the new capital to build what I actually wanted before where I, I didn't have, you know, we didn't have the capital to do it then because I've done all this mm. myself, no debt, no credit cards, no bank wow. loans. I've just taken everything and, and bootstrapped it. And, I, and it, I'm in my third year and still bootstrapping it, but we're getting wow. ready to go over that hump. So that's awesome though. So, so no investors involved. None. Nope. I did it. I, we did $7,000 our first day, and I, I was at the time getting a paycheck. Um, I was working for a marketing company, and I was bringing in 4000 a month. And I, I've been a guy that has lived on nothing. I, don't, I mm. never had a credit card. I didn't have any debt, so I could live really cheap. Mm -hmm. um, so I just you know, took my rent, my um, insurance, because I owned my car, my whatever I had to pay for the month, dog food, uh, human food, mm -hmm. and the rest I put into the business. So I was just putting everything in. We did $7,000 our first day, and I just took all of it and kept putting it back in, putting it back in, and and uh, keeping a little bit for myself, and then just quit doing the marketing thing and started doing it full time uh, and just kind of built it up. Um, and then I think we've probably generated in the last three years around 800000 now probably total. Wow. So, did you, so you were working for a marketing agency before that then? Well, yeah, it was a multi-level marketing company, uh, mm -hmm. and I was the director of marketing. I got you. And so, so I guess what what was your history then before before you started Hubsy, and, and what what drove you to do that? I, you had you had a business because it sounds like you must have had some business background to be able to kick this off so easily. It sounds like. Well, since I, I when I graduated high school, um, I was a musician, and I took off and went to the West Coast. I was out there in uh, San Diego. And then I had uh, headed north up to uh, Seattle. Then I, I was just all over. Then at one point I went to Nashville. And that's what I wanted to do. All my friends went to college. 
I went on a travel tour and I would work construction because that's what I had done um, and save money and and go to the next place because you sure don't make it as a musician. (laughs) (laughs) And then I came back and and started working and and, uh, I built houses uh, in a trailer factory in Indiana and would save money and then I would travel again but then I would always go back to that and I just kept telling myself you know this is crazy I see these people up in the office they're living the good life I'm sitting here breaking my back as a shingler mm. and those people are up there in the air conditioning looking out at us and laughing uh-huh. you know I'm like this isn't what I want to do so I I really am artistic and I I like technology and I really liked computers so I in the evening started messing around with GeoCities. You remember that? Yeah, Yahoo? I do. And I mastered that sucker. And I so I started <laughs> going out and actually getting clients for websites. And then I end up landing, I end up landing Sharon Osborne's very first mm-hmm. website um, through some person that did uh, her sons. And then I landed a big pool company that was this, this huge project. And I could make these websites look amazing. I mean, I couldn't believe what I could do <laughs> using wow. fireworks and GeoCities. And you had, so you had a design, where'd you learn to design then? Just on your own? Just, you yeah, I just taught myself. I mean, wow. I never went to college or anything. I've, I've not done any of that. I just started it, said I was going to do it. I didn't want to work in the factory anymore. So I was doing that during the day. And then in the evenings I was doing websites and then got to where I was making enough that I could stay home and just do websites. And, you know, there's been ups and downs because when you're doing your own thing, you know, you're chasing down clients for payments and they don't want to pay. And, you know, so it was just a, it was just a real roller coaster financially. Um, but I never quit. I just kept doing it. And that's what was good about keeping my expenses low because I never had a lot of overhead. So if I only made, you know, $2,000 in a month, I was still good. I could still eat. I still have my place. Yeah. Uh, cause as long as I had food in my belly, I mean, I'd eat cruncher sandwich, potato chip sandwiches if I had to, you know, I've been there, <laughs> but I knew that eventually I was going to get through all that and get to where, you know, I was, I was doing all right. So, um, just kept doing the websites and then, Kind of, I, I started a MySpace page and I got a lot of clients from MySpace back mm. then. And I swore I would never, ever, ever get on Facebook. Like, I, <laughs> I literally remember the day I was like, there is no freaking way I am getting on a site for college kids. Mm. No way. So, when was that? When was that? That was 2006 or seven. Yeah. I mean, I they believe. opened up, I believe, in 2007. Yeah. I, and I think I didn't actually get on until 2008. 2009 somewhere in there like I was a late bloomer and and as soon as I got on there like all my high school friends some that I wanted to talk to some that I didn't uh started contacting me and it was kind of weirding me out a little bit so I (laughs) I went through these like off on and on off again kind of like a a bad relationship type thing yeah it was really weird when I got on because that was one of the first the first wave of non-college I think it was high school they had two before they opened it to the public so not non-students and uh, yeah, there was a, there was a lot of backlash against us old folks. I say old folks, but, you know, anyone who wasn't uh, twenty two and under. And that those were the glory days, right? When 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 you get out for the first time, I mean, whether it's two thousand seven, two thousand eight, or whatever, and you like you realize this this whole new world of like all these people that you have lost touch with. Like I was connecting with people because I, I moved around a lot as a kid, connecting with people that I thought there was no way I'd ever hear from them again. You know, I hadn't seen them in twenty twenty five years or something. And I just thought that was crazy. So it's not quite that that world anymore, and and kind of the the amazing world that was. We I think we kind of take it for granted these days. Yep. But uh, definitely. Well, and I, I always tell people, you know, it's like 
I get so people complaining about Facebook's privacy and stuff. And it's like, you know, they have provided us a free platform to, to have relationships with people around the world that we never would have had, never would have been possible. I mean, it would not have been possible for me to communicate with my grandmother in Indiana as much as I do without Facebook. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I think that it's great. And I love the fact that they really try hard to only show me ads because we're all consumers. Yeah. So, you know, they're they're working their butts off when they don't even have to. I mean, I don't think a lot of people realize they don't have to set that privacy up the way they do. They could say, hey, if you don't like it, leave our platform. Oh, absolutely. But they try to c- cater to what people want and, and they try to gear the advertisements towards what we like. Um, and I really think that that's awesome. So, you know, like, I mean, there were times when I get ads that I'm like, what the heck is this? I don't like this. And then I realize, oh, six degrees of separation. Oh, I like this. and. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like we have these really strange, warped, not only expectations, uh, but feelings about um, what needs to be private. Right. It's just strange. I don't know. It really is. And that's why you got to, I mean, I would love for one day to just go through the support tickets that Facebook gets. Oh, God. Just once, just to see, because I bet you they are so all over the place. I saw a guy, and I actually ended up calling this guy out because it irritated me so bad but this guy was actually telling people and we actually got his got his youtube channel uh suspended because he was actually showing people in training videos to set up facebook pages under celebrity names to get leads oh god and i was like no 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 that is so wrong i mean and and there were so many people like thank you so much for showing us this i'm getting leads i'm like no 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 so I, I, I mean, that just ir- irritated me to no end because, you know, as, as marketers and as leaders of the industry, I guess if you want to call us that, yeah. I think it's really our obligation to help people because people come to us to help, uh, help them figure it out, you know, and we're the guys that are on here every day trying to figure it out. And it's, it's wrong of us to allow that to go on, I, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I mean, there are times where, I, where people will say, that is awesome. I'm going to do exactly that. And I just want to tell them, no, that's not the point of this post. Like, I'll have all this research, right? Like, for example, when I, when I did a, a post about how you need, how um, you should you should consider not uh, sharing links as a status update or a photo anymore. And then people saw my data and they thought that it was just amazing and that they're never going to share it the way they were before anymore. It's like, that is not the purpose. Like, I do not want you to just do everything I say. I want this to inspire you to look at your own data and make up your own mind and and think. And I think that's the mm-hmm. problem is like people are are looking for shortcuts, looking for someone to tell them what to do, and we really need need more people to think. Oh, I agree. I mean, I, I agree. And not not to not to get political, but we we helped with the social media campaign for the Ron Paul campaign this year, mm-hmm. and and it was like you know seeing. The difference between people that think and people that didn't think during this whole political process. I mean, it was just it gets so frustrating. It's kind of like in everything now. It's like people just don't want to think for themselves. They want to grasp onto these things and kind of, you know, take it and, and, and run with it. And it's totally the wrong thing to do. Absolutely. And, and we could <clears throat> we could have a conversation all day about like the way people try to get around edge rank with you know with the with the photos and the status updates and all that kind of stuff looking for the most reach and like like the fill in the blank and like all these different ways that we're trying to manipulate Ed Drink and they do it because everyone says they're supposed to do it. Mhm. That stuff drives me crazy. But, I know. <laughs> so the big news right now is around the new Facebook news feed. 
What, what do you think about that, David? Um, I think it, I, I mean, really, you know, I, I kind of feel like Facebook has not done as much design-wise as they could. You know, I think yeah. that the new look of the newsfeed with the thing on the left-hand side, I think that really is going to simplify things. And I just think it looks really nice because I'm always on my mobile and I really like the way, you know, you can swipe it to the side and you get that menu on the left yeah. and I can navigate pretty quickly through my newsfeed or my, you know, pages and things like that. So I think it's really going to uh, make some, some cool enhancements. The only thing is I noticed that, uh, Images are going to change size again, so we're going to have to figure out what all those are. Mm -hmm. um, and as far as like the the image that shows when you just put your link, like the image that you put into the code of your main website, right. it looks like that's even going to increase in size. So we're going to have to uh, again wait till they release all that and figure out what sizes they're going to be. I read something on Developer Blog today that uh, saying you should optimize your images to be high def. 600 by 600 pixel 200 by 200 minimum um so oh, yeah. <laughs> i woke up this morning <laughs> Jeez, i don't know who that is <laughs> uh so anyway i thought and i was i i've been skimming through everything today so i didn't spend a whole lot of time looking at it i wasn't sure if they were referring to something specific for developers or if it was around like just sharing photos or what it was but uh that's the only thing i've seen so far but yeah the first thing that came to mind for me i mean several things came to mind but like around the photo stuff was you know the most popular post on my site ever is the one about the dimensions timeline dimensions so uh, what are the new timeline dimension or the new newsfeed dimensions and, and whatnot that I need to worry about? So, Yep, exactly. Well, and that's the thing that happened to us with the other timeline. They never said, like, we knew it was coming. Yeah. Everything was a go, but they never said. And I saw blogs saying 960 wide. I saw some mm -hmm. saying 850, you know. So it was just like, okay, then it comes out and it's 810. It's like n nobody even was close to that size. Right, right. So, you know, I don't know. But I... I got to say, I mean, looking at the, you know, like when it's showing the peak pictures, like the profile images to the left of the photos and then like oh. calendar events with the calendar and then pages with the little icon. Yeah. I think that's brilliant because there's a lot of times when I'm scrolling through the news feed that I wish I could tell what page it was from without having to look for the name right there. Well, that little icon that's going to pop out there and be more prominent, I think is really going to draw attention to that and it's going to help. I was actually completely prepared to be disappointed um i always am <laughs> yeah well well the funny thing is that i usually love pretty much anything they do and while well, everyone else is freaking out so i was i was mainly just bracing myself for the inevitable that everyone's gonna think it sucks and uh while well, well, i am defending it but i thought the design looks amazing like the, the my favorite thing was when you have multiple people sharing the same thing and you have those those uh that might be what you're referring to i don't know that when you have the profile photos going down next to that one post yeah well that's part yeah part of what i like too yeah it's so cool and i mean ultimately and the, the like you're saying how it's like mobile what's different about now in this new news feed compared to the past like they it seemed like all their development was independent desktop and mobile was independent of one another and then they're like mm -hmm. constantly scrambling to make it fit together yep. whereas now the big surprise to me was mobile was at the front 
from the start of that presentation because all the rumors were mobiles down the road, blah, blah, blah. And then down the road, it's like two to three weeks based on what they were saying today. So that seems awesome. Like everything is just going to fit together. Well, and I just really love that the um, – the like the media like the images and the videos are getting so much more prominence i mean the the way that they have the video player laid out now uh this looks amazing yeah my my only concern because it it could just be like a really hyped overhyped uh facelift if no one uses the new feeds you know that's really all it is then it's because and that's really my my fear about this because facebook regularly puts out cool new features that can make your life life easier as a Facebook user, yet no one uses them. Oh, I know. It's just like it's just like uh, um, lists. Yeah, that's exactly. I, what I, I created that. The only way I go through my newsfeed is via those lists, and I and I hear people talking all the time. They're so oh well, I don't get the updates that I want in my newsfeed. Well, yeah. I've showed you how to create lists yeah. that you can get every single update from every single page that you want. I mean, I have like. You know, you and Mari Smith and Michael Stelzner and all them in one feed. So I go there. That's where my news feed. And well, my news feed, but my my actual news feed. Uh, And then I have like music, like musicians that I follow and things like that. So, I mean, I just really have it laid out so that it's it's a quick thing for me to get on Facebook. I browse what I need to know and then I can go about doing my work again. And I think that this is really kind of, you know, taking people that have not used that and kind of more forcing them to by having those those uh, menus on the right hand side. I think it's going to kind of, you know, point because it's really is kind of hard if you've never created a list to go in and do it. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. You know, I mean, it, it's they they didn't have it prominent on the left hand side. You had to kind of scroll down there and, and find it. Um, so I think this makes it all a little bit more prominent, and I think that's going to you know, encourage people to use it a little bit more because it, it does make life easier yeah. when you surf Facebook that way. And I also liked how like the, the, the feeds that you use most often, they're going to be sorted in order of the way you use them. I don't know if you saw that. That was like one of the buried things that one person, I think, said, maybe two people that, that I read, like, whoa, that's really cool. So then you're not like digging to the bottom of your list to find that feed that you want. Um, so I thought that's cool. But the, the flip side to all this, my expectation is that even if people embrace these feeds, they're not going to use that uh, that following feed. Yeah, it's, it's going to be down the priority list. And and the the thought here from brands all they've been screaming, they've been screaming for months. I only reach ten percent, fifteen percent, whatever it is. My fans like my page because they want to read my content. We're going to find out. Yep. And because it's going to be unfiltered and and in order, if they really want to see our content, I, I really don't think. They care that it's not that they don't want to see it. I just don't think they care that much. Well, now, do you know, are, are the pages, I mean, cause looking at the, I'm sitting here on the website, the facebook.com forward slash about forward slash newsfeed for those of you that might not have seen it yet. Yeah. Um, and you've got newsfeed at the top. Now it's scrolling through what's highlighted is the newsfeed and I've not seen a single page update. So I wonder <laughs> if it's only going to be personal uh, things on the actual news feed, so they actually have to go to following or whatever to see page updates. No, I don't think so. Every quote I've read um, is that the default news feed, nothing has changed. Okay. So including Ed Drink and, and how they sort it and all that stuff. Now, that could be misinformation, but the quote I read was actually Facebook telling someone. I couldn't tell you who it was. Uh, so, yeah, that would be potentially disastrous. Yes, if, if uh, brands were taken out of the main news feed, but it really wouldn't make sense to be honest with you. I mean, the the main news feed 
is going to be what people continue to look at regularly, and it's going to be a mishmash of everything. And and if you want to to break it down more, which I think I think people will this time, then you yeah. Go to those well, I sure hope so because I I was I was. I told people till I was blue in the face that there was no way Facebook would ever get rid of the default landing tab because of all of the big companies that were using it in their TV marketing and stuff, that it would just be irrelevant for them to use it. So I told people there's no way they would ever do that, and then they did. So, you know, I always like to think that I, I know what they're going to do somewhat based on, you know, their user base and how the backlash they would probably get, but... Yeah. You know, it, it, just... speaking of backlash, I, I can't. I mean, there's gonna be some backlash, but I just feel like this is gonna be the one change that is gonna actually be more widely embraced than bashed. At, mm-hmm. least, at least I hope. I mean, the, you're gonna get the typical ch- the chant of "Why does Facebook keep changing everything? Why can't they just leave it alone?" Blah, blah, blah. You're gonna get that, and when they don't care what the change is, they're gonna freak out. Well, you know what's funny is when I look back at all the changes they've made, I've never once said that. Yeah. I've I've always been like, I'll click that button at the top and turn my timeline oh, yeah. on like the first day. I'm like, I don't care. My apps might not work. I don't care. I want to see it. I want it. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. But uh, I think we're in the minority, unfortunately. Yeah. But we'll we'll no, see. We are. I, I, I'm interested in seeing what happens though, and just seeing how it impacts everything, user behavior and brands, and it's. It's, it's, that's why I like Facebook so much, man. It keeps us on our toes. It keeps things. It does. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, you talk to people that go to their jobs on a daily basis. They go to the cubicle. They, they enter data. They do what they do. And it just gets so redundant and so mundane. It's like Facebook is like that job where you, you never know what's going to happen. It's kind of exciting. There's sometimes where you're frustrated. There's sometimes where you're happy. But, you know, I can't say a single word about Facebook because they have fed me for the past three years. Exactly. <laughs> Um, one thing I want to make sure that we talked about, I mean, you guys at Hubsy, though, big, big changes over there. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we're tell me about it. Well, like I was saying in the beginning, we we really when I first rolled this out, I wanted to the, the whole reason for the name Hubsy was to be the hub of your marketing, the, the kind of like your one place to go. So, so you don't have to go, you know, like I use five different services right now uh, and I'm not going to name them. But, you know, as far as updating my statuses and stuff on my page, monitoring things, um, uh, scheduling things, and my emails and and all of that stuff. And so I'm just like, you know, I I really always wanted to be in one place. So that's kind of where we're going. We're going to try to, uh, and well, not try to, it's already in progress, completely build a a marketing, internet marketing and and social marketing hub to where you can do it all under one roof, um, you know, with a social inbox. And then we're going to, you know, have the custom Facebook area. We're going to have it so people can create their, um, you know, whether they're making a G plus cover image or a time timeline cover image, they'll be able to create those right there. And, and their own branding will follow them through on all that if they want it to, and then they can move stuff around and change it. And then, and we'll have all the, the correct, um, dimensions for the images. So all they got to do is create them and download them and upload them. Um, and if they make a change, then we'll change the dimensions, you know, so it's just going to kind of be a one-stop branding, uh, management and, uh, communication, uh, platform. So, and it's not just going to be for social, we're going to have it so they can, that's going to be one editor where you can either build a website. Um, you can choose a template for a Facebook contest, a Facebook page, uh, a template for a Twitter background. So everything that you're going to need, uh, you'll be able to build there for the branding as well. Who in the world, you you can't do that with GeoCities. Who in the world's doing all that for you? I I have some awesome developers. (laughs) Man. Yeah. And you're calling it the business fitness center. 
Yes, because it's kind of funny how we came to that. I mean, we were I, – I just love companies that get behind a theme. I mean, right. look at MailChimp. They just embrace it, you know, yeah. as you're sending an email that says, now go eat a banana. You know, I just <laughs> – I love the way that even their, their the, what they're saying follows that brand all the way through the process. And so I've always wanted to have that. And then recently I've been on this this uh, weight loss um, challenge. I did a 90 days and I lost 20 pounds in 90 days. And now I'm um, around, I'm close to 30 pounds now. Uh, and wow. so when I, in doing this, I realized the things that I was putting my body through, if I would just kind of focus um, the, and do those same things in my business, it would actually help that get fit. You know, so I was like looking at my core. Well, I've been working on my core strengthen my core and I'm like well that's your website your your core needs to be your website that needs to be the main thing that you focus on and then the other muscles all around would be your social your email list your you know all this other stuff that kind of works on all of that works together to continue to strengthen your core and so once we started talking about that and really getting to understand how it works we're like holy cow that's going to be our theme so you know we're coming out with a new logo with the barbells and stuff mm -hmm. on it and it's just going to be this whole um, theme around getting your business in shape. We're even working on a, a business marketing index like your BMI where we're going to test that and say, okay, you know, you could stand to lose this and we're going to put people on an actual weight loss challenge to lose weight in their business because we find that that's, and you know this as well as I do, people are so overwhelmed these days because they're trying to do too much stuff. I mean, it's, they just have too much fat. Yeah. So we want to teach them to trim the fat, work on their core, strengthen their core, and then go out, you know, and 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 focus on building the the your your web outside of that. Right. Now the uh, the product itself isn't launched yet, right? No, no. We're we have the fan page engine, uh, so those right, apps right. are going to be rebuilt and put in there as as one uh, editor. So th that's going to be the first thing. And then after that, we're going to be adding, you know, the web builder. And we're also going to make sure that this all carries over to WordPress because we know a lot of people, uh, use WordPress. So if you want to uh, build dude. things and yeah, I mean, that's like, that's what we use on our Hubsy site. So we're going to definitely make sure that we have plugins. So people, if they want to run a contest, they can put it on their, their website and simultaneously on their Facebook page. So, you know, you can send people to both. So we're, we're really, you know, I, I'm really designing this based on what I have needed for so long. Because I mean, if if you can find a need and you can fill it, and I and I just think that in doing that, it's going to help alleviate so much confusion for people uh, and uh, and some money because they're out there spending monthly fees on on all these separate things that they could really do all in one place. I mean, there's no reason why you couldn't. Right. No, that's that's exciting. I mean, every day when I launch my computer, I open up Safari. I open up Chrome and I open up Opera and it's to keep track just so I can keep it all separate. All mm -hmm. the, the all the many, many different things that I try to do all at once. And I have so many different tabs open and yeah, it would be it would be nice to consolidate all that activity. Well, and I've reached out to, you know, I reached out to you and I've reached out to like Amy Porterfield, Mari Smith, Michael Stelzner, Andrea Vaughn, and I've gotten some awesome feedback from them on what they would like to see. So I'm, I'm really paying attention to what, you know, marketers that are already out there doing it would, would like to see. And, uh, you know, with the developers we have, we're going to, I mean, because basically now the, the worldwide web is all APIs. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, basically. Yeah. So really all you got to do is brand it well. And, and what it comes down to is just making it so that you can do something with the APIs, mm-hmm. but make the interface simple enough that people understand it. Now, I've right. seen a lot of people utilize the APIs, but when you log in, the interface is so confusing that you don't even know what to do. Yeah. So, you know, so basically it just comes down to whoever can create the best interface to make those to reading those APIs and, and responding to them uh, user friendly. You, you've got a winner. Yeah, what what I've seen looks really slick, and so what's what's your time frame on on rolling all that out? Well, we're planning on within the month um, having the the Facebook the fan page uh, uh, builders over there, and then from there we we're just gonna you know we just want to do it right, so we're gonna probably you know try to launch one part of it uh, each month as we go, just depending on how the developer, I mean, with APIs, like I said, it's going to be around branding. So it's basically going to be me coming up with uh, design layouts to, for like step one, two, and three. And then, and this, we're really focusing on uh, for the data geeks too. We Everything is going to be trackable, like how many clicks, how many hits, how many leads, how many conversions. I mean, we're going to create all that stuff that Facebook and those other places haven't so that you really can get in there and track what you're doing uh, because it's important to know what's working and what's not. And that's been my problem is, you know, I'm throwing money out at some of these advertising places. I have no way to know if it's if it's performing. Right. So I want to really be able to track all of that through, um, you know, having because we're going to make it so you can create landing pages, sales pages, whatever, right in here on either your WordPress site or on your own URL. It's a great idea, my friend. So yeah, we're, right now, we're, because with the system that we're getting ready to put together, it takes a lot of capital. And because like I said before, I've never taken out on any outside investment or anything like that. We're trying to put this all together ourselves and it's going to take quite a bit of capital uh, to get everything that we want to do as far as development time and development costs. So right now we have a, a GoFundMe campaign uh, at GoFundMe.com forward slash Hubsy. Uh, and we're trying to raise the funds to get this started. And we have a lot of cool things that you can get because we're doing a uh, complete business makeover for um, people who enter, uh, who help us with that. We're going to enter it in a drawing and then we're going to draw that out. And they're going to get a completely custom website, custom, wow. you know, all their social platforms and everything by our de- designers, which are the guys that did the hubsy.com blog. They know what they're doing. They do know what they're doing. I, I I am so lucky and fortunate to be surrounded by such artists. Um, it just it just humbles me because yeah. I I, tr- I did all that myself, and my websites really to me look. If I look back at them today, they look like crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really unique way of of raising money. I saw I saw you doing that the other day, and saw the, the various people have already contributed. I mean. That, that whole concept's really taken off, you know, it's Kickstarter or whatever. And I, yeah, it people, really people is. And it, yeah, and it's really cool because it's like, you know, it's a way for you to, you know, with what we're doing, we're, we're going to give everybody that helps um, for a certain amount or more uh, access to it. It's really building that. It's kind of like people feeling like they are part of something. And I think that's an awesome feeling because it's like I've, I've donated to several things that I really felt like there was a film that I donated to that I really thought was a good idea for a documentary. And I feel like, wow, mm. I helped that get off the ground. Yeah, absolutely. So so once again, where where is it that people should go if they want to help? Uh, they can go to GoFundMe.com forward slash Hubsy. And then we're always at Hubsy.com. That's our blog too. So Abby. <laughs> Sorry, that's my my chihuahua. That is awesome. Get that dog a beer. Yeah, I know. She needs a tequila. (laughs) 
Well, thank you, David, for pulling up a, a seat at the bar with me today and uh, for sharing a beer. You, I, I'm assuming you're still working on that big, tall pint or whatever. Oh, I am probably. I'd have to send you a picture, but I'm down to the Chimay. Yeah. So uh, a little oh, little over halfway. Nice, <laughs> nice. So where can people find you? Hubsy.com and uh, GoFundMe.com forward slash Hubsy. All right, great. Keep in touch, man. Good luck. Let us know uh, how everything comes with that new product. All right. Thank you very much, John. I look forward to uh, more content, too. <laughs> you bet. That was fun, wasn't it? Thanks again to David Foster for being my guest this week. Uh, once again, check him out at Hubsy.com. Great product. You can also help him fund his new project. Go to GoFundMe.com slash Hubsy. And finally, uh, I want to continue that conversation about the new Facebook news feed. Check out my blog post on that at johnloomer.com slash new Facebook news feed. All right. Thanks. So until next time, do awesome things. I'm out.